Step into the incense and whiskey sanctuary with mindfulness enthusiasts and verified whiskey lovers, Mecca and Ashley, as they discuss all the random topics they love, from mindfulness to memes. This is Ashley. And this is Mecca. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hi, Ashley. Hi, Mecca. Today we have a guest in our studio. Um, our guest is Kia Yami Ajay. We are very excited to um, talk to you today. All Thank right. you so much for having me. <laughs> Let's get into it. Welcome to the sanctuary. I, well, this is normally the part where I just wait for the beautiful introduction. So I was just sitting and waiting, but I'm definitely excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me, both Ashley and Mecca. Perfect, perfect. So I'll give you guys a little, um, a, a brief history, a, be, a brief bio um, of Kia. Kia is the founder of uh, Mana Holistics Health and Wellness. She's known for a sisterhood creator, mystical mother of manif manifestation, host and facilitator of healing staycations for women, sound healer, intuitive tarot reader, master energy healer, and a teacher. Overall, um, She's like self-love and empowerment coach and overall mother to many, like a Jane of all tra trades. Um, Kia's offerings of services um, cultivates over two decades of fo following her soul's calling. From the tender age years, she's seen visions, um, shifting one, she's worked with shifting one's pain with mere touches that she's learned from, from a childhood. She's also known um, most of the modalities that she works on from birth. She learned to replace the word different from with gifted. Her journey this far has included many spiritual um, initiations, deep personal work, and consistently walking in her gifts and certifications. Kia reveals insights, assistance with stepping into purpose, shifts patterns, rapidly clears blocked energy, grounds your spiritual energy into your body and balance and clear chakras. Kia can help you walk a balanced and integrated path of awakening. When anyone asks um, what she does, her response usually is, I cannot be described. I'm an experience. It's not within words. It's within feelings. And I, would I say love that so much. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that so much. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. I just wanted to say, Kia is everything. That's the bio. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Listen, you guys, we're going to have to do this like every week. Y'all are gassing me up. I need this reboot like every week. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Um, and so, you know, what's funny because I'll kind of give you just this quick little piece, but I was introduced to Kia when I was living in DC, actually. And I was looking to first, you reminded me, I first thought that I was going to have some type of an event where I was going to bring Kia in and, and have her do some energy work with some friends. And that ended up not working out. But then I, I saw her like as, as a, as I was a client, I came in for a reading. And when I originally booked the reading, it was just to like, you know, get a reading for the new year. But at the time that I got the reading, it literally was like days before I had this really bad car accident. And you put so much things in perspective. I would have never known though that that reading was in February of 2020. So there was no like insight about what was about to happen. 
Mm. Um, and so that reading was like this foresight of what to what was to come. And at first I couldn't even imagine it, but just remember that was February, 2020. And then March, 2020, like a lot of people's lives got turned upside down. And that wasn't what I was envisioning, but I would have to say, um, Kia has been an instrument in helping guiding me with any like blockages and just, you know, clearing any type of like doubts that I have and, and just making things very clear. So I can appreciate that. And I want to say thank you. Oh, thank you for allowing me to be of service. You know, as you were talking, I didn't remember the time period, but I was like, man, it's amazing how things come full circle. Here we are in March, 2021. I know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know. So it's just amazing how things come full circle. Full so. circle, yeah. And mm -hmm. so today, you guys, um, I really wanted to dig into like the energy of money. So, you know, we, we hear a lot like, you know, it's currency, it's a give and take, it's an exchange. So not just in a, a format of saving, this is how much you need to have in your bank, you know, just understanding the energy of money and how it flows in and flows out of our life, what we can necessarily do like on a daily basis to kind of like restructure our, our mindset around money. Um, and, and also just kind of understanding abundance goes beyond, you know, dollars and, and money. Um, and Kia, we brought you on. So, cause you are like the expert at this to, to <laughs> kind of discuss like your experience and, and what that means and how we can incorporate that into our daily lives. Well, I want to first start by saying, um, I guess, naturally, um, this was a part of my spiritual walk. This wasn't something that I focused on a lot prior to um, about the last year and a half. And um, as I explained to you before, when I was meditating on what to change my name to, and a part of what my name, that spirit told me to change my name to was the goddess of wealth. And I was like, hmm, I like that. But I was thinking about myself, like, who doesn't want more money, right? Get the bag. <laughs> Get the bag. Um, and so what I realized um, on the first part that I had to get through in terms of the blockages with finances, with abundance in any form, was undoing a lot of programming that I realized I had from childhood. Mm. I remember um, going to church and how we were supposed to always give our money and never keep any, you know, 10% to tithes. And if you see someone that needs something, you help them. And, and you know, the way that you show love is by sacrificing yourself. And so mm -hmm. I had this programming in my mind that money was not necessarily for me to have. My riches would come in heaven. Like they wouldn't be in this physical existence while I had here, it would be selfish of me not to give to others or to help others, even at the detriment of myself. Mm -hmm. So undoing that was one of the first things that I had to do. Mm -hmm. I had to realize that I can help if I'm able to help. And if I'm not able to help in terms of finances, then I have to find other ways that I'm able to help. But also knowing that when in terms of the financial piece of everything, money is also not the root of all evil. Mm -hmm. Right? Oh, yes, we hear that all speak the on time. It. And it's, yes, speak, speak on money, it. Money is definitely not the root of all evil. I feel individuals with greed, with, you know, that, that mishandles power, with, you know, evil thoughts or intentions, 
those are the things and the individuals that are the root of all evil. Money is not a bad thing. And I think the reason why a lot of us have a hard time with attracting, and I'm, I'm using the term uh, money, but please loosely interchange uh, because abundance is not just money. So in terms of love, in terms of, you know, anything that we, we desire, um, I feel that we must first know that it is okay to have these things. And this experience that we call life is not supposed to be one where it's only sacrificed and then we get the reward at the end. I want my reward down. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So with, with, with that aspect of, of abundance for me, like I said, the first part was just working through those mental blockages and those emotional blockages because I used to feel guilty for asking for more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever experienced that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's definitely. <laughs> one of those things that you've always, like you said, you learn that, okay, you know, give your money to charity, give your money to church, keep this amount for yourself. And then you kind of like, you know, if being rich or being like, having uh more than enough people always made that that group of people like the evil group or the you know the haves and have nots if you want to if you want to mm-hmm. say like that and and if we've been trained to think that so much and it's always kind of looked upon when you do start um having more than enough it's looked at as a a negative connotation which you need more to be able to give more right. <laughs> yeah i think that this conversation is um like I can understand it on the other side of that, but Kia, can you tell us a little bit more about what that deprogramming or reprogramming looked like for you or could look like for someone else who is, you know, coming to this conversation is, I don't know how to start that. Right. Well, it's, it's definitely a lot of self-talk, mm-hmm. right? And so when that chatter starts, because that mental stuff, you know, all of the programming, that stuff can get really loud. Yeah. You have to roar even louder. So when you start to hear that money's evil and this, you know, well, why do you want to ask for more money and all of these things? You have to go in and you have to remind yourself that that's not true. Mm-hmm. It is not the truth. So the way that we we shift something is we have to remove one thing by replacing it with something else. Crowding so out. So if my yes. So if mm-hmm. my thoughts are always every time I invest my money, and that's one thing that I also try to say, because language is very important to me as well. Mm-hmm. I try not to say that I spend money because when when you think about an expenditure or spending, you think about something being released and never coming back. Mm-hmm. So whenever I invest my money, whenever I invest my time, whenever I invest my energy, all of this is abundance, forms of abundance for me or, or energetic currency. So whenever I invest these things, if I hear well, why are you doing that? Well, why are you, why are you, because this is the mind, why are you spending your money on that? Well, here's my self-talk. Well, first of all, I'm not spending my money. I'm investing my money. Mm -hmm. And I understand that when I make an investment, there's a return on that investment. Mm -hmm. So it does take a lot of self-talk. And sometimes it's not going to be an overnight thing because you weren't programmed overnight. Mm -hmm. So to deprogram, it's not going to be an overnight thing. And sometimes it's tedious. Sometimes you may be correcting yourself 10, 15 times a day. But it's important to do so because of what the long-term goal is, and that is to undo what's been done so that I have a different quality and a better quality of life. So a lot of it is changing your language around what abundance is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Uh, yes, thank you. If if we look at money or as a currency, like an energetic, like energetic, uh, energetic exchange, 
like if we put it in that sense as a as opposed to a physical piece um how do we shift this energy into like just kind of going further to what ashley said with you know how do we deprogram or what steps do we take like if we look at it in a sense of energy um a flow of energy how do we use use that terminology to like add these daily daily steps these daily actions that we can do um good question okay i'll jump back on what i just said to ashley when i was talking about changing the language right so one of the things that um i was studying is in addition to um changing how we speak in terms of abundance there anytime i have to invest into anything. So let's just say this is from the financial standpoint. So anytime I have to say purchase something or pay a bill or I automatically like in this instinctive now, but I automatically close my eyes and I visualize that as it's going out, it comes back in with more. Mm. Yes. Visualization. Yes. Strong on visualization. Mm -hmm. So I literally will take a second. I don't care how many people are in the line behind me. I need y'all to give me like five more seconds so Mm -hmm. I can visualize that as I'm about to invest this into this universal pool, that it's going to bring more back. I'm getting a return on that investment. So I have to be willing to invest in order to get a return. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we don't have because we hold so tightly to what we already have thinking we won't get any more. And we need to do the opposite. I'm not saying be frivolous. I'm just saying anytime that you have to already invest in something anyway, changing your viewpoint on how that process works. Right. I also have this saying where I say arigato in arigato out. You remember that? Yeah. Um, so this is something that I also say. And what this means is money out, money in, money out, money in. So what mm-hmm. I am now, what I'm telling the universe is, as I'm sowing this seed into the universe, I am expecting the universe to send it back to me. I don't see it from a, a standpoint of lack. I used to go into the store. Oh, Lord, I got to buy these groceries as if I don't like to eat. Right. But <laughs> oh, <laughs> I got to buy these groceries. I got to spend this money. I don't have on this. That I, mm-hmm. And at that vibration, that frequency, that thought process, all of that was working against me. So now it's a joy for me to invest my money or my time or my energy into something because I know that not only am I helping the conscious universe, like I'm helping the universe by sowing into it, I know that the universe is going to be pleased with me sowing and then sending that back. Mm. Right. And I also feel that it's important too in terms of um, when we're talking about manifesting or attracting abundance to make sure that when you are investing that you're investing into fertile soil Mm -hmm. right yeah because sometimes we can invest into someone or something that aren't that calls begging all the time maybe that's just mine but calling asking (laughs) for money it's not But when she, you know, she's calling, she's like, oh, I don't have this. Can you help me? And you invest into that. And yes, you're going to reap because your intentions were good for why you invested. But that soil is unfertile because a lot of times she probably didn't even need it. She probably just mismanaged her own money. And now she's using yours. And so you're one. And we'll say, well, don't give unless you you have the mindset that it's not going to come back. I don't absolutely. know if you've ever heard that. Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. So that's how I feel with investing into that that unfertile soil. 
However, when you invest into fertile soil, and I have a lot of my clients that were just so seasoned to me, so like, I know if I sow this into you, it's going to come back to me. And I'm grateful for that. But I also know with myself, I sow into fertile soil because I want to be able to enrich and enliven that soil. But I also want to see what I put out come back to me. Right. Right. So our our offerings, our gifts are also a form of investing abundance. And that's why when people ask, well, why are you charging for your services? I'm not charging for my services. This is an energy exchange. Mm-hmm. And in order that it's, it's a circle, it's a cycle, which is formulated in a circle. And if you if I extend outward, but you don't send it back, then we break the circle. That yeah. chain of life is broken. Right. Absolutely. Uh, this line of discussion is leading me to want to ask you, um, it sounds to me like, and I'd love to hear your opinion on this. It sounds to me as though there needs to be this heightened level of uh, self-trust in your decision-making around it. Uh, self-compassion, if you don't quite get it right, or you know, you're learning how to get to the point where you have consistently um, taken on positive self-talk in this regard. Um, how, do you agree with that? And then how do you get to a point where you're you're feeling truly discerning or you can recognize that you're truly discerning about the way that you're exchanging this energy? What are your thoughts on that? I, I definitely agree with that. Um, I, I was telling, um, it, I love how a lot of times like spirit will give these downloads and give you this information. I was like, huh, sound really smart. Um, but I, I was thinking, I was reflecting earlier today around this um this situation and I was thinking about I wonder how many people stop to think about how our mouths are positioned perfectly centered to our brain and our heart mm-hmm. it's directly in the middle and I feel that that is because whenever we're healing and whenever we deal with like that divine light energy that energy has to penetrate our minds first we have to heal the mind first because whatever you believe is ultimately what you're going to feel Absolutely. And we feel from the heart space. So mm-hmm. whatever you think in the mind is what you're going to feel in the heart. And it's what you're going to project from your mouth. Mm-hmm. So we have to heal the mind around these things. So uh, reprogramming or uh, undoing to redo. And then we have to heal the heart. That's where we find that worthiness and know that we're deserving. And then from there, we're able to allow the two energies that have healed to meet in the middle. And that's where it projects from the mouth. So before we can speak this abundance, because sometimes like I say, oh, I'm going to be rich. I'm going to be a millionaire. It's like, well, why is it not happening? Where you don't really believe it in your mind. You don't uh, feel it in your heart. You're just allowing the projection to come out. And the healing part, it hasn't met in the middle to be spoken. You're just saying something. So it's like empty words. Yeah. It's powerful. Right? Yeah. It's really powerful. I, I like that. It's funny because... Um, when you think about, I mean, when you think about like, um, that's how we interact with money, like changing the way we using the phrases of investment, you know, using the term of arigato, meaning like, thank you, thank you, money in, thank you, money out. Like just always like being thankful and grateful because we always hear that whatever we're grateful for, we're going to get more of being in time, love, abundance, you know, and just being really centered around that and like outside of like, you know, changing our changing our mindset and, you know, using more encouraging words. Is there like any type of like intuitiveness, um, intuitive actions that we can do? Like, is there like certain meditations that we can do? Is there, I don't know, like, you know, 
we've been talking about Reiki and, you know, Reiki is the uh, uh, energy exchange. Is there something around that that we can also look at um, incorporating? Yes. I My number one thing, visualize, 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 mm-hmm. visualize, visualize, visualize. You have to be able to see it before you can ever have it. Yes. You have to be able to see it. And a part of seeing it is what allows you to tap into that worthiness as well. People sometimes get afraid of meditation because they feel like it's this extravagant thing that they don't know how to do. Absolutely. So I say for the beginners, the the beginning meditators, simply get a green candle, light that green candle, place it, sit it in a place where you can sit before it and just stare at the flame with with the thought process of abundance. Mm -hmm. Because what happens is there is a chemical in in fire that immediately kind of creates like this, uh, this hypnotizing effect. So that is a form that's to me, that's one of the simplest form of forms of meditation. That's what I do with my children, because a lot of times we can't center ourselves and, you know, it's like my mind is everywhere. Well, if the mind stops, then you're no longer here. You want the mind to meditation is not about stopping the mind. It's about repositioning the thoughts to have more control over the mind. Mm-hmm. So by lighting the flame, staring into the flame, setting the intentions of abundance. So it gives you like this visualization, but it also gives you a focal point. I like that. So I want you to try that and tell me. What you think? Oh, I'm trying it this weekend. Favorite. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go find a green candle. <laughs> and look, if you and if you want to go further, you can even take uh write um take like a piece of paper and write out one intention, right? Just okay. write out one intention revolving around abundance, something that you want to attract, and write it on a piece of paper. Fold it, but every time you fold it, make sure you fold the paper towards you. Oh, okay. Because when you fold the paper away from you. The intention, what you're asking for, you're now sending it away. You want to bring it to you. Oh. Mm-hmm. So okay. you fold the, fold the paper as small as you need to fold it. But every time you fold it, you make sure you turn it to where it's always folding towards you. All right. And then you place that underneath your candle and then you light it and then you meditate on that. And then you tell me oh, I'm how quickly curious. you manifest it. Um, and, and, and of course, Mecca, you, you know, already about if, if, and if you want to go further, I do the, the group Reiki meditations. Um, and I also have my abundance oils. I'm working on some abundance candles. So I have like this whole line that, um, that helps to, to manifest. I help set the intention and just help open up the gateway so that we can get that, remove the blockages and get the abundance energy flowing. Flowing in. That's why yeah. I, I do like the candle work. I like, I usually do it with like wax paper or a brown paper bag or something. Yeah. And, and I, that's how I learned it. Like folding it towards me, writing it out. And then I just like keep that as my focal point. And I feel like. Wait, time out. Mecca, you've been doing this and didn't yes. tell me. I know. <laughs> manifesting girl. the secret, sis? What? It's holding out. Oh my God. You benefit as well. You benefit as well. But it's like, I love it. I mean, I mean, share, I don't know if you feel comfortable, but, but like even, you know, over the last few months, um, I've attended a few of your um, Abundance Reiki. I, I might be saying the name incorrectly, but um, Abundance Reiki is virtual, but it's um, all about us like receiving this virtual Reiki on creating abundance. And that abundance is, you know, anything from, you know, if you're looking for a certain dollar amount or there's something 
part of your life that you really want to advance in. I mean, I have to say, I, I mean, I can honestly tell you, it definitely works because a couple of things happened that I wasn't expecting. I'll share later, but if you can even speak on like what that looks like for people, um, that would be cool. And so, as you know, I keep saying, as you know, because you're very present with a lot of the things that I offer and thank you for that. Um, but one of the, the beautiful qualities of Reiki energy is just simply life force energy. Mm-hmm. So it's just, when we think about our highest consciousness or what we know as God, God consciousness, I am tapping into that energy and I'm channeling that to everyone that is present so that we can remove lower vibrational energy, remove blockages and channel that energy into your space, into your life so that we can create this openness, like an open door so Mm -hmm. that it can flow through. Because if, if you are in your house, the whole point of having a front door is so that intruders can't just walk in. But if you have guests that you have invited over and you want them to come in, what do you do? You open the door to welcome them in. Mm -hmm. So this Reiki energy and because it is God consciousness, it is the highest, you know, the highest form of self that that energy. There is no such thing as, you know, space and time being an issue because energy is everything and everywhere. So. I have clients in other countries, like it, they're all over. So you still feel the effects because we're setting the intention. The energy is limitless and boundless in terms of travel. And even being in that space, I think with everyone there with, you know, 30 people in one space with similar intentions, that in itself is even more powerful to me. Mm -hmm. So um, when you say explain that process, to people do you mean like how no like you just did Come oh on. okay yeah. okay yeah i mean we all <laughs> do that yeah you did it great yeah that's Look, what I'm, I'm work i'm working so much on abundance i feel like okay did i give an abundant amount of information or <laughs> do I-, <laughs> I would i would appreciate abundant information and not enough no. <laughs> yes 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 oh, i'm sure. with it i'm with it awesome <laughs> No, this is helpful. I mean, and you know, even you use the, you, uh, you can tell me, I want to know if this is true because I've heard this. You use the example of people writing out attention to um, fold it towards you. Um, I was reading somewhere, I don't know if I read this or where I got it from, but like when you're like giving, you're doing an exchange of money from hand to hand, like physical money, um, that it's best to have it folded towards you to, to give it to them. Is there like any, have you ever heard of this or is there any like, Anything around that that I'm, am I off on what I'm saying? I mean, I've I've never heard of that, but you know, just processing it with my level of knowledge and just what I'm receiving now, I would think that that would make sense. Um, and I don't know if it's just the the part of me that likes everything in order, but I would think even having it face up when you are extending it outward would make a difference just because I I feel like I don't want people to to get so hung up on oh my gosh let me have it faced up let me turn it towards me let me make sure it's crisp let me you know I don't want people to get so um I guess constricted with the thought of making sure it's perfect because I feel like when your intentions are pure and your intentions are strong and they're direct that is the most perfect form of being able to manifest and draw in this abundance right Right. But I mean, I just know the type of person that I am, and I probably <laughs> it's going to be folded in exactly. Yes. <laughs> and 
not might be. I, I mean, I am prior military, so there's a little bit of that rigidness that oh, is for still sure. in there that I can't get rid of. <laughs> for sure. Try to reprogram that. <laughs> I, I've been trying for so long. So I guess, you know, you just, you work with what you got. I tell people, I'm like, do not get it twisted. The healer needs healing too. Okay. We all need it. I understand. <laughs> for sure. For sure. So our listeners, if so they're like a takeaway of like how they can add this to their like regular routine is like just vi- visualization, you know, changing the language they use around money, you know, investing as opposed to spending. Um, and then, you know, if there's like a, a meditation, a simple meditation would be to light a green candle um, and write your intentions down, um, you know, folded towards you and put that under a candle and just kind of like, gaze into it and stare at it um, as your as your way of meditating about it. would that be the the kind of three takeaways that we would give our listeners those would be the 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 top three i also set intentions for my water mm. that helps me to drink more water yeah and that helps me to be able to manifest through water and you can do it with your food so with my water water takes on the vibration of whatever we place into it Okay. So whenever you set the intention for whatever the abundance is. So before I drink my water, I like to think, what do I want this water to do? So I want you to go in and hydrate me to keep, you know, my organs hydrated and keep me healthy, like nourish me from the inside. You know, as I put this water into my body, I'm asking that the, you know, that cycle effect where the uh, currency comes back to me, I want this to in turn, as I'm giving this water to my body as an offering, I want this water to do X, Y, and Z. Mm. So I want to be nourished. I want to be hydrated. I want, you know, like cleanse my cells, cleanse my blood. Like I want you to do all of these things as an energy exchange for me giving you this, you know, putting this water into my body. This is what I'm asking the water to do. So I also, and even with um, abundance, like I will, you know, there's little sticky notes and I got this idea from, uh, Tracy Ellis, Mm -hmm. she put a sticky note on her bottle of water and she wrote, you know, Rich B on there. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And so as she was drinking her water, the intention was wealth. Mm. I'm thinking wealth, like she's drinking this water and and she's setting the intention for the water to take on the the frequency and the vibration of wealth. So that's even a great way of doing it. A uh, quick visualization before eating or while preparing your food, like setting that intention, like as I'm consuming this food or as I'm preparing this food to nourish myself and to nourish others, the, you know, the energetic exchange for that is health, wellness, you know, whatever you want to set the intention of. I think it's more powerful with food and water. Mm-hmm. Because it, because they are the the two elements that are able to do the work internally. Mm-hmm. Nothing else can get inside, you know, uh, in terms of us. Like we can't reach inside. Like right. so, I use this. I use the water and the food as a tool to be able to go in and do the internal work. Right. And I I I'll handle the external stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that's that's also a great method. To be able to incorporate as well. Um, 
I have quite a few things that uh, that I do. So <laughs> that's like all the pros of wisdom. But tell the people yeah. where can yeah. they find you so yeah. that they can learn all the other things that you do. Tell yes. Us. <laughs> well, I am on Instagram um, at mana m a n a dot holistics as well as mana underscore holistics. Um, and my website is www.manaholistics.com. That's again, M-A-N-A. Um, and so you can normally find me between those two. Um, my, and, and once you get to the website or also once you get to Instagram, like my email and, and all of that information is present there so that you can go further if you need to contact me outside of those spaces. We've been having these discussions, Ashley and I, about like what's feminine and masculine energy and like what does that mean? Because we hear a lot of people saying, oh, she has too much masculine energy or too much feminine energy. And so would would there be a uh, a female or I'm sorry, a feminine or a masculine energy around money? Ooh, I like that question. Um, actually, I think there is money is yin and yang. Mm-hmm. So it is both divine feminine and divine masculine. And the reason why I feel that way is because I feel that there is a certain fire or a certain passion, a certain drive and determination that's necessary to be able to attract and align. I don't want anything weak. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want a weak chair because I don't want to fall on the floor. I don't want a weak man. I don't want anything weak. Don't so when I that. think, no, that's right. right. So when. <laughs> So when you think about the energies that uh, that's necessary, I think about the strength that's needed. Mm-hmm. So in order for me to manifest, I have to be strong and desirable for this energy to want to even come to me. Because mm-hmm. if I'm weak, you may see me as fragile or you, I'm, I'll be unappealing to you and you'll run away instead of coming to me. But I also think that divine feminism is feminine is necessary because there's a component of love and gentleness and kindness that has to come into play to be able to receive and to be vulnerable enough to receive this coming into you. So even um Thinking about as a feminine energy and thinking about the masculine energy, the masculine energy projects, the mm-hmm. feminine energy receives. So I feel like you need both. Okay. You need both. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. I love Thank that you. question. That excited me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> This has been awesome. Thank you both so much for having me. This this is a space that I, I set the intention and I decree that it's going to expand. It's going to grow by leaps and bounds. And people all over the world need to be in tune with this type, a type of information and to have two strong women as the leaders and at the forefront of being able to present this knowledge and this wisdom to other people and creating spaces for you know, people like myself to be able to come in and share. It's like a one-stop shop. Like I can just come here and I can gather all of the tools that I need to help me. So I don't know if you guys realize how much you're helping people on their journey. We received that. That was part of our our objection. So, um, receptive, I'm sorry. But yes, I, we received. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you.
catch us next time on Incense and Whiskey. In the meantime, take a breath, have a sip. 